0: Hello, everyone. I'm Gwinnett County District 2 Commissioner Ben Koo, and you're listening to Conversations with Coop. This is our fourth episode of the podcast, and we have had almost 200 downloads. Thank you so much. I'm honored for the support and that you're here listening in. Joining me as always, my co-host, Tristan Fernandez. Before we get into a breakdown, let's have a recap of some of the events we told you about last episode. For sure, Ben. The multicultural festival was amazing. Thousands of people attended
1: and enjoyed the music, the food, and my personal favorite, the different cultural performances.
0: Mine too. We also had an amazing AAPI Heritage Month event with some great performances and a fantastic lecture from Dr. Soyun. If you missed it, you can view it on our YouTube page by searching GwinnettGov. And Gwinnett County will be hosting so many more festivals all summer long. So if you missed that one, you can always find more by visiting GwinnettCounty.com. Absolutely. And as you know, Memorial Day is right around the corner and Gwinnett County is known for honoring their heroes. That's right, Tristan. On Monday, May 29th at 1 p.m., the county will be hosting its annual Memorial Day ceremony to pay tribute to our fallen military and public safety heroes. That will be held at GJAC, correct? Yes. Join us on the grounds of the Fallen Heroes Memorial outside the Gwinnett Justice and Administration Center in Lawrenceville. Oh, yeah, I know exactly where that is. It's at the
1: back of the front parking lot of GJAC. Now, let's dive into the latest developments from Gwinnett's Board of
0: Commissioners. The board gave approval for several updates and upgrades throughout the county during our latest meetings. Here's a glance at some of the actions taken. All right, Ben. What have we done to address public safety? Keep your eyes peeled because there will soon be a new state-of-the-art Gwinnett Police mobile command vehicle hitting the road soon. Gwinnett Police will purchase a mobile command vehicle to provide a safe and centralized location for staff responding to critical incidents. Oh, wow. What is all included in a mobile command vehicle? The Mobile Command Vehicle includes a tethered drone, mobile hotspots, multiple workstations, mobile video warrant system, body-worn camera docking stations, printers, and most importantly, a restroom. How is all that equipment used? The Gwinnett Police will be using the Mobile Command Vehicle as a collaborative space during searches for missing persons, homicide investigations, and responses to natural disasters. This sounds like an incredible addition to the police department. It certainly is. This is a substantial investment in our public safety and will come online in 2025. Okay, let's switch gears and talk about the Summer Meals Program returning. Well, Tristan, it's back, and better than ever, because the Gwinnett Summer Meals Program was awarded $370,000 through the American Rescue Plan Act. Over the last four years, the program has distributed more than 750,000 meals to Gwinnett youth as an initiative to improve food security. As always, residents will have access to grab-and-go, shelf-stable breakfast, and lunch this summer. Meal service begins May 30th and will run every day until August 1st at 21 county locations.
1: This is an incredible program. Make sure to visit GwinnettSummerMeals.com to learn more and find a complete list of meal locations and times, including several here in District 2.
0: Also, if you're interested in volunteering for the Summer Meals program, please visit VolunteerGwinnett.net.
1: Speaking of amazing Gwinnett County summer programs, I heard the Building Brains Anywhere summer program will be
0: expanding. That's right. The county has accepted a summer boost grant from the Georgia Recreation and Park Association to help fund programs for Gwinnett's youth. Funds from the grant will support the Building Brains Anywhere Summer Enrichment Program. This grant supports expansion in the areas most impacted by the pandemic, including transportation and enrollment costs. The program is used in schools and summer camps while providing weekend meal packs for students. If you want to learn more, visit b2anywhere.com. So Tristan, do you recycle? I do, actually. That's great, because residents will soon have access to more glass recycling sites across the county, bringing the total number of locations to 13. Four of those new locations are planned in or around District 2. These will begin to come online over the next year and should all be active by the end of 2024. The Department of Natural Resources' Georgia Environmental Protection Division announced the availability of recycling, waste reduction, and diversion grants as part of the Solid Waste Trust Fund grant program last summer. The grant program provides financial support to projects in Georgia that reduce solid waste, recover valuable materials, support manufacturing, and encourage innovation. The Department of Natural Resources will help fund a portion of the new sites in Gwinnett at a cost of over $171,000, with a county match of $135,000.
1: That's awesome. Having additional locations makes recycling so much easier and more convenient. Thanks for starting this program.
0: You're quite welcome. And speaking of making things much easier and more convenient, the Atlanta Regional Commission will continue to provide transportation vouchers to Gwinnett's vulnerable, aging, and disabled population. Its renewal of the Get in Gear contract with Health and Human Services means Gwinnett residents will still be able to get to their doctor's appointments or places like the grocery store. So, people like my grandparents will be able to get around more. Are there any restrictions? There are no restrictions on the types of trips clients can request. Gwinnett projects that Get in Gear will help residents take more than 9,800 one-way trips. That's so exciting. Hey, Tristan, do you remember from our last episode that Gwinnett County was voted best tasting water in Georgia?
1: Of course. And I hear it's about to get better.
0: That's right. Gwinnett's water quality monitoring will get an upgrade to provide more accurate and reliable testing in addition to reducing sample collection time. How exactly will they do that? The installation process will include new sample piping, sampling pumps, and water quality monitoring equipment at Shoal Creek Filter Plant, which produces more than 200 million gallons of drinking water a day. And finally, Relief for Gwinnett Healthcare resources are underway. Four
1: agencies are helping ease the flow of foot traffic in county hospitals and emergency rooms. Good Samaritan Health Center of Gwinnett, Hope Clinic, Positive Impact Health Center, and Behavioral Health of Georgia will receive a total sum of $400,000. This aid will directly support chronic care assistance and
0: be available through the end of 2023. Okay, now it is time for one of my favorite segments where we get to publicly answer questions sent to us from District 2. Absolutely. This episode's question comes from
1: Ann Myers down the street from you in Norcross. Her question is, how do I know if my tree is okay to
0: cut down? That's a great question. If you're looking to cut down a tree on your property, you should check out the Tree Removal Homeowner Guidebook made by Planning and Development. There you will find tools essential to the process and approval. Just go to GwinnettCounty.com slash tree removal to find the guidebook. And I just wanted to mention, I learned some cool things from that guidebook. For example, if you
1: do cut down a living tree on your property, you need to have at least two living trees remaining. So if you have less than two at that point, you need to plant another one. Also, the only restriction that really prevents homeowners from cutting down their own trees is if they live in a buffer zone or a corridor, uh, such as the Chattahoochee River Corridor. So if you want to find out, if you're in any of those buffers, go to GwinnettCounty.com GIS and pull up your address.
0: Thanks for that information, Tristan. And thank you, Anne, for your question. And if you have a question, please email it to me at ben.ku at We always love hearing from you.
1: Well, that about wraps up this episode of Conversations with Koo. But before we get out of here, we want to give you a few community events coming up.
0: Bring your family and your questions because Gwinnett Clean and Beautiful is hosting a clean community forum. Participants will hear presentations from county code enforcement and transportation departments, as well as the environmental organization about safety, livability, and health efforts. Mark your calendars as this will take place on Thursday, June 22nd from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at Lucky Shoals Park. I will also be there if you have questions for me in person. And Gwinnett is holding its annual Pride Party with music, food trucks, performances, and more. It should be a good time that you won't want to miss. Grab your family of choice and join us on Wednesday, June 28th from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. in G-Jack's outside courtyard.
1: That's about all we have today for Conversations with Koo. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you can download our podcast, Conversations with Koo, wherever you get podcasts or on the Gwinnett County website. You can also find us on our county Facebook page. Just hit that like button to follow us.
0: I'd love to hear from you and answer your questions and get your feedback. So feel free to email me at ben.ku at gwinnettcounty.com. That's ben.ku at gwinnettcounty.com. And we may read your question on air. Thanks again for listening. Stay vibrantly connected. And we'll talk to you soon.